0: Welcome into this episode of Has Entered the Chat. I am Adam Gory, welcoming you back, hopefully. If you haven't already, check out the first few episodes. They are posted wherever you get podcasts, but also go to our YouTube page. Just search for Has Entered the Chat to watch those full interviews on YouTube. On today's episode, I am joined by former Penn State Nittany Lyon, currently Just completed this season in the XFL at guard for the St. Louis Battlehawks number 74. Steven Gonzalez, appreciate Steven for joining me. We did have a few technical internet issues uh, during the interview, but uh, it should be pretty clean here for audio purposes. I'm going to work through the video and try and get that posted to YouTube as soon as I can. So go over to our YouTube page to just see. If it's there, make sure you subscribe. Uh, You can hit a little bell to get an alert anytime a new video is posted. So make sure you do that. Stick around after the episode. I will give out uh, Steven's social media, our social media, along with a couple uh, upcoming guests that we have for the podcast. So hope you enjoy this interview. I know I did. So let's get right to it. My my first question, actually, to you is uh, how pissed are you that you guys were, what, seven and three and had to go home? You couldn't go to the uh, to the playoffs when a four and six. Now, I'm not saying like any team's better than another, but a four and six team made it. That always happens in sports. But like
1: how did how did that kind of go through the locker room and stuff like that at the end of the year? Um, I mean, it was pretty tough. You know, you put in a lot of work throughout the year uh practices meetings uh extra meeting time you know treatment rehab uh so it's tough to you know have a winning record have a playoff record and have it come down to you know tiebreakers between points for and points against like i mean it just got very confusing um and uh like i said it was a little overwhelming but you know we kind of just took it as like you know we got to just play it you know our cards the way we got to play them and, you know, whatever happens happens. And, you know, good. I'm happy for Seattle that they made it and everything and everything worked out the way it did. Um And I mean, Hey, the four and six teams in the championship. So look how that worked out, you know? So, I mean, it's honestly just, you know, it's, 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 it's a little tough, you know, for us to see that, but, you know, like I said, you know, we'll come back next year if I'm on the team um and, you know, we'll come back better than ever.
0: So, did you watch uh, the game over the weekend? We're recording this on, um, today's today, Wednesday. So, it was just this past weekend. Did you watch, and will you watch the championship?
1: I actually did. Yeah, I watched um, a little bit of the Arlington uh, versus Houston game, but, I mean, it was a blowout. I mean, I was very, honestly, pretty shocked that that happened, but, I mean... Arlington has been playing really good recently, so, you know, and they probably took, you know, all the playoff talk that, you know, they're 4-6 and six and, you know, they shouldn't be in there. They probably took it as motivation, you know, I would as well if I was on the team. So, you know, um I'm happy for them, happy that, you know, they were able to come out and get a win against um Houston. But, yeah, I mean, I watched that game then. Um, the next day I watched the D.C. game, and I mean, that was just... Not close, the whole game. <laughs> I mean, it was just, I mean, it was close for, like, the first half, actually. Um, but, yeah, once the second half came, D.C. scored, and then they scored again, and then they, it just kept snowballing, and I was like, damn, well, that was very underwhelming. Um, but, you know, definitely excited for the championship. Um, the game, uh, the last game D.C. played with Arlington, or the only game they played with them, they, you know, it was a very close game, and it was only a couple weeks ago, so... You know, I'm excited to see how that game kind of turns out. But, you know, we'll see what happens. But, yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys
0: have played D.C. They only lost one game all year. How good of a team was that that you went up against?
1: Very good, very good. Um, you know they just have a lot of playmakers on offense. Um, they have obviously a lot of playmakers on defense as well. Um, you know they have a really good defensive system. You know they can pressure you, um, and sometimes they can even drop in coverage and you know take away your best abilities. So, you know that's a very well-rounded team. They're very well coached, um, and yeah, they, I mean they their their record proves that they were nine and one. You know ten and one. So. Yeah, they're, they're a very solid team, but I definitely do think they are beatable. Um, we came very close to beating them a couple times. We just let the game kind of slip out of our hands. And a couple of the teams have been very close. Orlando beat them, so there's definitely a way to do it. And, and you know, anyone can lose any given weekend. So I'm I'm actually very interested to see this championship game and actually watch I really hope Arlington does keep it close uh, like they did, you know, when they played D.C.
0: Yeah. And you, you mentioned, um, you know, if you're back in St. Louis next year, how does that work uh, year to year? I mean, is it like redrafted every season? Are you kind of up in limbo? Do you have a spot on the team next year if you need it? Like, how does that work usually?
1: Um, you pretty much just resign typically to your team if that if they want you. Luckily, St. Louis will take me back if I do want, you know, if I'm not in the NFL or and I do want to play football again uh, for the XFL. Luckily, you know, Coach Beck and his staff did give me the confidence and said, yeah, like, we'll take you back. You know, we obviously, we love you. You're, you're a main part of our team. So that was very helpful, you know, for me to hear. But I would assume if you're a guy that probably gets released or, you know, you know, unfortunate situations happens and, you know, you just don't make the cut. I would assume there's probably like some sort of free agent line or some sting of that nature, I would assume, where, you know, teams can pick up other guys. So. I mean, they did it throughout the season. Whenever a guy was waived, another team would pick him up. So it's not, you know, too uncommon.
0: Okay. And, I mean, um, from what I saw, uh, I know you typically you play guard, but uh, did they kind of swing you around the center a little bit too? Is that just because of, um, you know, being on, an, on the offensive line, you know, you kind of – the more you're like a little Swiss Army knife, the better. Is that kind of the thought process?
1: Yeah, I mean, during the season, obviously, we kind of kept at our positions, um, and luckily, we were very healthy, so I didn't have to really switch around often, um, but, you know, if I needed to, I could have stepped in at center. Uh, if I was needed to, I could have stepped in at uh, the other guard position, and even if I was needed to, I could have went at tackle. I can honestly play all positions. Um, during training camp, I actually was taking a lot of center reps, um, you know, just so I can get some good film out there. Sometimes, even on scout team during the season, I would get in, in there at center, Um and you know just try to contribute and try to get some film out there so yeah definitely I feel like I could play all positions um obviously I just played guard all season but uh it was just because we were very
0: so also this past weekend was was the NFL draft did you kind of watch that do you follow that year to year or are you kind of like past that point
1: um kind of past it um I mean, obviously I still keep up, you know, with uh, my Penn State friends and my teammates, former teammates, um, you know, happy for them. Congratulations to all of them. Um but honestly, no, I really don't watch the draft, not anymore, ever since mine passed. I just kind of focus, you know, kind of on myself and, you know, my career, what opportunities I can get. Uh, but the draft is good to kind of see, you know, where certain uh, where certain teams take interior alignment and things like that to see, you know, what's a good situation. So it definitely is good, you know, I guess to like scout uh, options and teams that I would like to obviously go to if they're interested, so. What do you remember from, like, the,
0: the draft process uh, when you went through it and everything? Um,
1: I just remember it being, it was cool at first, um, obviously, with all the teams talking to me and everything like that, um, and, you know, training for the, you know, pro day, for the combine, uh, you do the East-West uh, shrine game like I did, or the senior bowl, f- you know, for certain guys, but It's a very cool process at first, but obviously for me, I had a different situation. I was in the COVID class. um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, my pro day got canceled, and, you know, just a whole bunch of things kind of happened to me. And it just kind of ruined the experience for me. So I know a lot of guys have a great experience with it, but honestly, my experience kind of sucked. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. It wasn't the best, but, you know, I, 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 I made the best with, with with a crappy situation, and you know I got multiple opportunities. You know, and I didn't even have a pro day, so I was very blessed. In, from that aspect, yeah, I mean
0: that's that that year was, and that's kind of the only year they really did that, from what I remember. I mean that that was like a really wonky year, just all around. I mean, college football wise, um, NFL wise, everything, yeah, pro it days, was just like you said.
1: hectic. Yep, yep, it was just very very hectic. Yeah, Super. I mean that's a little bit of bad
0: luck there. Um I now I'm trying to remember did your senior season what happened there did was there that was was that pre pandemic and stuff or did were you dealing with Yeah, that, that was tw-
1: that was that was 2019. That was uh the year we won the Cotton Bowl.
0: Okay. Yeah, so that hadn't kicked in yet. I couldn't remember if it was 2019 or 2020 there. So um yeah, I mean, Penn State wise, like do you still go to campus at all? Do you keep in touch with anybody from campus, uh any of the coaches or anything like that?
1: Uh I keep in touch with some of my former coaches here and there. Um I'll talk to Coach Franklin every now and then. Um, whenever he sees something good or if we win a game, he'll congratulate me or anything like that. But um, yeah, we'll keep in touch uh often you know, sometimes, not often, but sometimes. Uh, I haven't been back to campus in a little bit though, uh, just because I've just been busy and you know just been kind of bouncing around everywhere. Um, so I really haven't had time to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely would like to take a trip sometime this summer, or maybe even during the season, if I am free and you know and I'm and I'm able to go. I definitely would like to catch a game, but like I said, I just kind of got a you know, see what happens, um, see if an NFL team calls me, see, you know, kind of how those chips fall. So there's kind of a lot of things that are just in question right now. But definitely if I do have an opportunity, I will for sure love to go to a game. The last time I did see them was actually uh, I asked Coach Franklin uh, if he can get me Rutgers tickets um, at the Ruck, you know, at Rutgers when they played them this year. So I actually mm-hmm. did go to that game, but it just wasn't – it wasn't at Penn State, it was at Rutgers. But I was able to sit, you know – um I did see his daughter. Um I did see him. I said hi to them. I saw a couple of the players, so yeah, that was a cool time.
0: Oh cool. Yeah, what I was going to say is um you know, don't take this the wrong way, but I hope you can't make it to to a game this year cuz then that means, you know, hopefully uh you're on an NFL roster or something like that. <laughs>
1: No, definitely. I I wanted to say that as well, but, you know, just kind of, I, I wanted to try to keep it a little humble, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. but God, God willing. Yeah. I do make an NFL team and God willing, you know, I, I don't, I don't go to a Penn state game, but you know, let, <laughs> right. we'll see what happens. Yeah.
0: I'll say it for you. That's all right. Um, have you kind of uh, been in touch with, with any NFL teams to this point? I know you're, I had a spot on the bills at one point. Um, do you keep in touch with them or anybody else?
1: Uh, having kept in touch with the teams that I've been with, um, I was with the Jets right before I signed with the XFL. I was with the Jets for their rookie minicamp in uh, 2021. Um, but other than that, no, I really haven't heard anyone uh, from the NFL. Um, like I said, it's just been hard because I don't really have film out there that's recent. You know, I didn't have really a pro day, so you know, I just kind of had a lot of things against me. Um, but, you know, finally I was able to play, like I said, in the XFL and it gave me, the XFL gave me an opportunity through film and through, you know, being able to play that I'm able to kind of show my abilities out to these teams. And a lot of these teams are watching these games. Um, and I have garnered a little interest luckily. So, you know, like I said, just got to see where the chips fall. Um, and you know, just handle my business. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's very exciting. And like I said, the league definitely allowed me, you know, to get to this point. So, you know, I got to be very thankful to the XFL and to the Battle Hogs and Coach Beck and all of them for bringing me on and allowing me to show my abilities. Yeah, and, um, you know, like you said, tape,
0: tape's always good to have, especially with the NFL. I mean, the NFL is always – there's always stories, you know, of people coming in from the NFL. I know, uh, you know, I'm personally a fan of the Eagles. They have their starting left tackle is from – Australian rugby and was like a seventh round draft pick project that is now a starting left tackle. I mean, there's always things there's, you know, Canadian football league people who come in, you know, who come in back when they had the European football league, you'd have people, you know, Kurt Warner was, you know, as a hall of famer and he came from, you know, one of those leagues. So uh, what, I guess, you know, hearing those stories and and everything like that, you know, what does that mean to you? Um, And does that kind of help motivate you a little bit, you know, to, to play a little
1: um, I just think, like I said, it just gives you a platform to show your abilities if you feel like you haven't really been seen. You know, like I said, I've been kind of trying to get opportunities and I don't really have film. My most recent film was in 2019 when I played with Penn State, you know, like I never saved any. You know, I wasn't really smart when mm-hmm. I was in my first couple of years, so I never really saved film from practices or anything like that. But now I saved all my XFL film, all my practices. Like, you know, I'm making sure that I'm on top of it because it is important. And like I said, a league like this just gives you an opportunity. It gives you a platform. You're on ESPN. You're on ABC. You know, you're on big networks. You, you know, you have big time sponsorships. Like, everyone's watching this. There's millions of viewers that are watching this. So, obviously, every NFL team is going to have an eye on this. And, you know, obviously going to look at, you know, not every game, but they're going to definitely look at every team once or twice. So, I definitely, like I said, I, I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of these leagues. Um, and, you know, football has been kind of lacking it for a little bit, but finally now we're gaining a little bit mo- uh, bit more momentum now with the XFL coming back. Um, I just think it's very good for football in general.
0: Totally. Yeah, and, I mean, you have the USFL too. I mean, just any time you can, you know, especially given somebody in your situation with the pandemic and everything and just really not having a – you know, I, I know you might not say this or other people in your um, draft class might not say this, but really not a super fair shot. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm sure there's other instances where the same thing happened outside the pandemic. So I agree. I mean, I think not only for uh, everybody in America who just can't get enough football, um, it's it's good to, to give those players, you know, an extra shot. And I remember um, – back in the first iteration of the the xfl i think it was uh running back by the name of rod smart he had he hate me on the back of his jersey i don't know if you yeah. <laughs> remember that at all this is like a while ago uh but he ended up going into the nfl for a little bit and like
1: that kind of stuff is really cool to see no yeah definitely and like i mean there's a there's even guys now that are starting to just get opportunities just tryouts and things like that like that's just very just crucial you know like that that's crucial for a lot of guys you know especially like i said that just haven't had that opportunity so like a, a couple of my teammates have got opportunities one one of my actually one of my linemen just got an invite to the Bills rookie mini camp you know like it's just a rookie minicamp invite but like you never know where that can take you you know like what if you know a guy gets hurt and then they really need you and they see something that they really like and they keep you you know so it's just about getting yourself out there especially if this is you know what you know you say you love as a player like it's it's and you know obviously it's what I love so like I said I just think it's super important for you know guys that really didn't get a fair shot and it doesn't even have to be COVID guys it could be any draft class you know, a guy that probably just got hurt during pro day or during the combine and just didn't get a fair chance. So, you know, I think this this league provides that for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, and like you said, like um, even just getting an invite like that, they're seeing you. If they see something they like, even if they don't sign you right off the bat, something happens down the road. That familiarity in the NFL is so important, knowing who you're bringing in, especially if it's in the middle of the season or a couple games in, you don't have time to get people kind of up to speed, that familiarity yep. is huge. So like you said, like any little thing like that is just like super helpful. No, yeah, most definitely. So how – I'm curious, like kind of a little bit of self-scouting. How do you think you fared and performed in your first year in the XFL? And, you know, do you think you put out some good tape for teams to see?
1: I definitely think so. Um, you know, I try not to be like cocky but just more confident in my ability. Um mm-hmm. But I do feel like, you know, I am one of the best guards in the XFL this year. I do feel like I I am one of those guys in the top five. Um, and, you know, I think my tape and my film can prove that. Um, you know, and I hope NFL teams see that as well. Um, but I do feel like, you know, I was a consistent contributor. I played in every game. Um, you know, I never really missed snaps unless I was rotating in, you know, through coaches' rotation. So, you know, I was always just reliable. I was always there, um, and I was doing my job to possibility. I mean, I, I know for sure in pass protection I was holding things down uh, in the run game opening up holes. So, I mean, like I said, the film is out there. It's just for the teams to see, and hopefully, you know, the teams can kind of realize that, you know, I made the most of this opportunity. I've even had a lot of my friends in the league on other teams telling me, like, you know, I, I I definitely looked really good on film. I made the most of this opportunity, they told me. So, you know, it's very humbling and very, you know, good to hear that, you know, that my hard work is paying off and that, you know, finally I can show my talent to people because, you know, I, I feel like I can, I, I feel like I do belong in the NFL. I do feel like I deserve mm-hmm. a shot at least, um, but, you know like I said, just, you know, things work out, you know, it's all all about getting a lucky chance and a lucky break sometimes. And, you know, I'm hoping that the XFL kind of opened that door for me, you know? So yeah, I'm just kind of just taking it a day at a time though, right now at the moment.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've seen, you know, some of the stuff you put out on Instagram and I mean it from what I've seen, it looks good and like some, some good hits. Some uh, you know, definitely open holes, like you said, for running uh running backs to go throughout. How, how do you um and I'm curious because everybody's a little bit wired differently. So uh in the fact of getting angry enough to hit not maybe not even angry, but getting to the part where you're like, I'm just gonna hit this guy as hard as I can, no matter what. Like I, I mean, growing up, like I played tackle when I was younger. And, like, I just never wanted to be hit or get hit. <laughs> so I was always, like, a running back or a cornerback, like, trying to avoid contact and just make plays. Like, how do you get in that mindset of, like, look, I'm looking for contact, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, for me, I'm always nervous before the first hit just because I just want to get the first hit out of the way. Once I get the first hit out of the way, um, I feel pretty comfortable. Honestly, my mindset's more just doing my job and you know trying to be the best player for the team and the best you know player for myself and you know trying to be the best player out there on the field um so I just try to honestly just i don't know I don't really like getting a like aggro mindset i just really i'm i'm more laser focused more like business like like trying to do my job you know. Um and that's kind of how like my game is, you know, mm-hmm. how I approach my game and you could see that on the film like I just approach it very technique wise, you know, like I may not be the best finisher as I used to be. Um but you know, I definitely will give you the best technique. I'll you know, create the best angles, um, you know. And I don't know. I I just don't yeah, like I don't really have a mindset to it. I just like I said, I do get nervous before the first hit, but once that once I take that first hit, Man, I settle right in and, you know, I'm ready to just lock in, you know, laser focus. I'm ready to go and just do my job, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and obviously I just, I always think about just giving good effort every play. Like I never want to get called out on film for bad effort. Like that's just, you know, you just kind of decide that. So I guess part of that is probably where the aggressiveness yeah. and the agroness comes from. Um, especially when you're when you're going to attack and hit someone. Plus, I'm also used to hitting people every play. You know, so right. like when you're a running back, when you're a wide receiver, like maybe you get a while you don't really, you know, especially like a big hit like that. Like me, I'm getting a big hit every, pretty much every single play. <laughs> so yeah, like I, I'm right. used to it already. So like like totally. I said, once I get that first hit though, I I feel ready to go. Cool. Yeah, and I mean, like, was there
0: anything? Um. You know, you've played college ball, obviously, and and everything like that. And the XFL, I know, has a couple different rules than some of us are used to seeing. Was there any rule um, that maybe kind of uh, either was different that you liked or even the other way was different
1: that you're like, no, I don't like this? (laughs) Um, The only thing I didn't like was just the lack of, I guess – targeting calls in the xfl okay i mean i don't know i felt the ve- the refs were very lenient with things like that a lot of people were taking big hits and i just i don't know i just kind of didn't make me feel very comfortable you know with the officiating in that sense mm-hmm. um and i just felt like the, the the officiating was very inconsistent at times like some some refs were very good but then you could tell some refs were like inexperienced or like not as good Um and you you know if you see the crew then you're like oh well shit and here here's these guys they're gonna be inconsistent today or you know you know what I mean so yeah it's it was a little bit of both and but the good things I did like about the league um rule wise I really loved the fourth and fifteen it worked out for us in the first game and that's how we won. Um I really think that's a cool rule. Um so the fourth and 15 is under 2 minutes if you score a touchdown you instead and you're down by I guess more than 7 you can go for it on fourth and 15 um instead of kicking an onside kick or you can kick an onside kick either or. Um I just think that I think that's a very cool rule and I think if you know the NFL does implement something like that I mean we'll see a lot more high scoring games because I feel like any offense can complete a fourth and 15 but like I said, it just it just makes the game more exciting, you know. Totally. Um, I also like the extra point rule where you know you don't really you don't kick a field goal for an extra point. You actually go for a one point, a two point, a three point. I really like that. Um, I just feel like it just keeps the flow of the game going a lot faster. I don't know. I I, I really am a fan of that. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, that's really the only ones that affected me personally. Um, uh, you know, the kick off the kickoff uh rules and things like that, the special team rules don't have no effect on me really because I'm only on field goal. Um right. but uh but yeah, I definitely am a big fan of the point one and the four from fifteen for sure. I'm a huge fan of those. And I, I hope the NFL will think about something like that one day.
0: Yeah, that would be uh that would be pretty cool. I like I like that. Cause I mean that the uh onsite kick not only is it super difficult, it's just it's very anticlimactic. It's not super entertaining. Most of the time, there's a couple of times where, you know, it's actually like kind of cool to watch, but what what's kind of funny is, uh, and I, I maybe the XFL had something to do with this. I don't know, but my son's flag football league, which is like, you know, 14 and under he's on eight, eight you, but like they actually, this year for the first time, and if you have a timeout, you can do just that. You can get, a first and like, it's like 20 yards for them. Cause it's a smaller field, but it's, it's literally the XFL rule, but just on a smaller field for flag football, it's, it's kind of, which is an NFL youth league. So maybe, I don't know, maybe they're testing it out on the, the young ones and they'll eventually implement it in the league. Be well, pretty. that
1: well that was, well, that was the point. That was the point of the XFL is because they, they're, they're, the NFL is using it to kind of uh, test out rules that they want to kind of maybe think about putting in. So, like I said, that, it, like you, like mm-hmm. you said, and like I said, you know, they're, they're, they're trying different things. So let's see, maybe they, they add, add something like that. But I just feel like, yeah, like you said, like the onside kicks are just very anticlimactic. Like typically, like, obviously you're going to see typically the receiving team gets like, it's just, like once in a while you'll see the kicking team gets like, it's just, you know, very boring. The four from 15, very unpredictable. You have a very good offense. They can get a four yeah. from 15, uh, but you never know. Yeah. Defense can make the stop or vice versa. So. It's just, I, like I said, I think that would be a very cool rule that they add in if they do add, decide to add it in.
0: Yeah, if I if I can't get an onside kick in Madden, then you know something needs, needs to change. I added, so <laughs> no. it's, it's too difficult.
1: <laughs> the onside kicks on Madden are impossible.
0: <laughs> they, they really are, really are. Uh, well, before I let you go, I mean, now that you know you have a little bit of of downtime, you know, hopefully not too long. Hopefully, you know, you'll get invited to a an NFL camp. Um, but you know, now you have a little de- bit of downtime. Like what do you typically like to do in, in your off season, essentially?
1: Um, honestly, right now, this is really my first quote unquote off season. Um, you know, uh, yeah. but I'm just going to enjoy it with my family. Uh, you know, I've been away for them for four months, enjoy with my dog. I've been away from him for four months, Enjoying my girlfriend, um, my loved ones, you know, just the people that I hold very close, just try to spend some quality time with them, you know, be, you know, happy to be back home too. So probably, you know, go to the beach with my girlfriend, you know, our friends, things like that, you know, just try to enjoy ourselves a little bit, probably even go on a little vacation to Florida with her. So yeah, I mean, it, will be, you know, a very good time, um, you know, just spending it with everyone, but yeah, that's kind of just my plans, honestly, just keep it very calm, you know, nothing too, nothing too out of this world. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, though, let's you know. Hopefully, I'm on an NFL team and not having an off season. Hopefully, I'm you know still go you know playing football and doing something. But right. like I said, I'm just taking it a day at a time, and you know where the chips fall, they fall. But like I said, yeah, just control what I can control.
0: Two quick follow ups: one, what kind of dog, and two, uh, what like beach do you guys usually like to hit up?
1: Um. So. We actually, so me and my girlfriend, uh, we have two cats, and then I have obviously, uh, you know, I got my dog during college, but um, he's a German Shepherd. His name is Thor. Oh, And nice. then um, the beaches oh, that me and her like name. to go to are typically
0: Flabby. I said that's a good name. That's a solid name, especially for a German Shepherd, Thor. Like, that's a...
1: Like it's, uh, oh, that, yeah. It. Thank you. I appreciate that. People, I, and he's huge too. He's like one ten. So like people are like, yeah, the name <laughs> fits him. The name fits him really well. I need to get him a little like Thor cape and a little hat and hammer and Man. stuff. You know, for Halloween, one of the Halloween's. But it's pretty hard to find an extra large Thor costume. So we'll see. But um yeah, and then the yeah. beaches we kind of like going to down here. Mainly Belmar is our main beach. I, I I just like I'm always been a big Belmar fan. Um, but, you know, sometimes I like to go to Long Branch. Sometimes I like to go to, um forgot the other one. Uh, it's where the Tiki Bar is at. I forgot where it's, what it's called. It might be Long Branch, I, one of the okay. two. I don't remember what it's called. I think it's Long Branch, though. <laughs> I don't remember okay. exactly. but Well, yeah. Jersey has I mean, beaches of plenty. So. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, for sure.
0: Thanks again to Stephen for joining me. You can follow him on social media. He is on Instagram. Just look uh, at steven 74 He is also on Twitter. That one is at G 511 uh, You can find us on both as well. Twitter is at EnteredTheChat. Instagram is EnteredTheChatPod. Make sure you follow us there to get guest announcements, Video clips, links, all the good stuff. And again, just look up Has entered the chat on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube for full interviews. Coming up in the next week or so, on the next episode, I will speak to longtime Flyers broadcaster, Jim Jackson. I'm very excited to talk to him. Uh, So again, make sure you check back for when that's coming out. Should be very soon. I am also working on a few others. I don't want to officially... Announce anything yet until it is on the schedule officially. But keep an eye on social media because uh, anytime there is even like a little bit of a teaser, that's where it will be posted. Uh, So again, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. Hope you come back for the next one. Hope you go check out some of the old ones. Uh, Thanks again to Steven for joining me. Best of luck to him uh, in his career. Hope he gets a call from an NFL team soon. I've seen some of the videos. He definitely has NFL talent. If you're somebody who watches the National Football League every Sunday, go watch some of his highlights. I think you'll agree. But again, best of luck to him. Thanks again to you, and I will see you on the next episode.